Just turn on the television and you know that. But spiritually, we are dealing with some things. And I know many of you have been dealing with some pretty heavy spiritual things and some battles. And I want us to understand, like last week, we had about three different startups because we just weren't getting there. We weren't getting there. And I refuse to allow the enemy to get us to a place to where we accept what he is trying to give us. You see, back way back in the garden is where he started this. And he hasn't changed his tactics at all. You lack something. Therefore, you got to get something. So we have to go about trying to get it. And we go about trying to get it, and we're messed up. God's already provided it. He gave them everything they needed. And this is what he said. Jesus came to give us life and life more abundantly. He's given us everything we need for um, godliness and, and life and godliness in him. So what is it that we lack? Nothing. We only think we lack. Do the enemy tries to convince you of that? So we are living in perilous times and spiritually. Listen, I'm, I'm talking to a lot of you on the phone and I understand the spiritual battle we're in and it's heavy. Every one of us have a, have a story of, man, I'm dealing with this, I'm dealing with that, but I want to tell you, do not lose heart. Yeah. Do not quit because we do win. Yeah. Every single time we win. Now, I'm setting all that up. That word perilous means this, violent, dangerous, hard, but this is the word that stuck out to me because this is the day we're living in, fierce. Fierce. In the last days, there'll be fierce times. I don't think they were just talking about physically, probably spiritually as well. And we're dealing with some fierce spiritual things. Listen, adults that have never had an anxiety attack in their life wake up at 3 o'clock in the morning with a night terror. An adult. Not to mention what's happening to our kids. That's a spiritual battle, folks. And make no mistake about it. You know, you're, you know we've, we've got kids in godly homes. Just all of a sudden, out of the blue, man, they're seeing things in the spiritual realm that kids their age shouldn't have to see. We're in a spiritual battle. Let me ask you this. How hard are we going to fight? If somebody called me on my phone and said, hey, in a half an hour, I'm coming to your house. I'm going to kill everybody in your family. I wouldn't be saying, oh golly, it's just the day we're living in. It's just the way it is. I guess it's just going to have to happen that way. No, no, it wouldn't be that. I'd be saying, where do you live? I'll be there in five minutes. And guess what? I know a state trooper. I know the county sheriff. I'd be, I'd be calling on the one that has the authority to deal with that thing. Yes. Guess who we have? Jesus Christ in his name. So here, we, each of us are in a spiritual battle. See, why do you think that people, the pressure and the anxiety, that's why people are turning to alcohol and drugs and all these things because they're just trying to get out from under the pressure and the, the hardship and the just, they're inundated. And I'm not, you know, listen, I'm not judging them for that, but I'm saying the Lord Jesus Christ has a way that you don't have to be messed with that stuff. There's so much fear and darkness everywhere, and there's so much heaviness, fear, stress, oppression, depression, anxiety. Many are getting, giving up and being overwhelmed. Now, we know what it says in Ephesians 6, 10 through 13. Paul was in prison, and he's looking at a Roman soldier, and he starts talking about the equipment that they're wearing, and he brings it to the spiritual realm, and he says, you need to put on your full armor of God. And then at the end of it says, it says, after you've done all that, you stand. Now, 
We're talking about spiritual warfare and standing. And here's the foundation. So what does it say? It says, praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit, being watchful to this end with all perseverance and supplication for all the saints. We need to pray, certainly. We need to speak the Word of God over our situations. Not what we think, not what we see, not what we feel, not what we hear, but what the Bible says is true. But before you can do any of that, do you believe the Bible is absolute truth? You've got to believe that. Because if you don't, guess what? The enemy will talk you out of it. Well, you know... It works for them, but it certainly won't work for me because I'm in a different socioeconomic status. And, but I'm going to tell you what, people that got money, they're probably a lot of them are in trouble because they're relying on that and not this. You know, Paul said, Paul himself said, hey, I know how to abound. I know how to be a baby. Whether I've got money, got no money, it doesn't matter. I can do all things. I can make it through whatever situation. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And some of you are in some tough situations. And I want you not to be discouraged. Spiritual warfare. Now, I'm going to start. And this may be a little different. because we're, But this is about spiritual warfare. And I believe that this is the foundation of everything that we can have, do, and say. The Bible says we can have, do, and say. John 19.30 says this. When Jesus had received the sour wine, he said, It is finished. And blow, bowing his head, he gave up his spirit. When Jesus died on the cross and shed his blood, answer this for me. What is there anything that he did not cover in your life with that? So here you're saying he covered everything. When he said it was finished, it was finished. The complete work, right, from beginning to end was finished. Is that correct? Based on that foundation alone, you can defeat the enemy. That is our foundation for spiritual warfare. Because, how many of you ever heard this, this, this saying or this song? Jesus, or uh, Satan, the blood of Jesus is against you. The blood of Jesus. We are, when we are in Christ and we are covered by his blood, that is a foundation for us to have and do everything this Bible says. Because he said it was finished. It was finished, and the victory has been won. Already won. Our, our fight is walking in that victory. And, and let me tell you, it's a fight. The enemy doesn't want you to have that victory. In the garden, they were walking in complete victory, and the enemy convinced them they weren't. You need something more to have victory. Let me tell you what. If I knew going into any fight that I already had the victory, I would be talking smack. Come on, smack talking and listen. But again, understand. And this is, and again, why am I talking about the blood of Jesus? Because this is the foundation. What did Jesus say? We take communion every month. Do this in remembrance of me. Remember what all of this meant. It meant when I said it was finished, it was finished. I've won the victory in every single area. I came to give you life and give you more abundantly. And I did that by shedding my blood on a cross. And so we can live this abundant life. Now listen, immediately go abundant. Oh, I'm going to be rich. Now how about having an abundant life of peace? How about joy? Anybody married? How about peace in your marriage? Come on, let's, let's be real about this. Let's not be some spiritual, oh, oh, life more abundantly. Oh, in the Caribbean laying on the beach. Yeah, I get it. I get it. We'd all love that. 
But, but if that's your goal, man, I, yeah, I'd love to do that too and have, not have a care in the world and have, you know, the little guy in a tuxedo bringing me a non-alcoholic drink with an umbrella in it. <laughs> uh, yeah, virgin whatever it is. You know, I get that. I'd love that too and, and not have to worry about who's paying the bills. But, you know, how about peace when that bill comes? How about joy when all of a sudden your little girl is, the enemy's trying. I mean, listen to me. Here's what the enemy does. We've gotten to a point where the enemy still attacks us, but we're adults, man. We understand how to wield the word. Then he comes after your kids to get to you. And, and I'm not exempt from this, man. You know, the, de the devil has tried to turn my daughter inside out. He is not successful, and as a matter of fact, he has lost. And many of you have helped through prayers and, and, and continuing to pray and confessing the word over her, and, and she has the victory, and she'll tell you today. And someday, someday she's going to get bold enough to be able to stand and give you, sing her song and give you her testimony because it's powerful. And it's, it's not over yet. It's not finished yet. And I'm telling you, the blood of Jesus is our foundation for victory in every spiritual warfare situation we have. That's the foundation. That's the reason that I can say, greater is he that is in me than he that's in the world. Because Jesus Christ shed his blood. I'm in him. I am covered by the blood of Jesus. The kingdom of God is in me. And guess what? Greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world. So I can limit the influence that the world has on me because the greater one lives in me. Why? Because Jesus died and shed his blood for us. For the remission of sins. Not, the commit, not, not permission, but you know, remission. And so, and so, and I want to talk about this blood, this blood, this shed blood, bloodshed. Okay, do you know when he shed his blood and he said it was finished, there's not a thing Satan could do about it. The only thing he can do is try to convince you. Yeah, he, yeah, he had a little temper tantrum like a little kid. Eh, eh, I can't do anything about it, but I can try to convince you you don't have it. I can try to convince you that sickness is just a way of life. I can try to convince you that, well, this is just my lot in life, and this is just where i got to stay forever. He can try to convince you of all those things. He can try to convince you you'll never amount to anything, you'll never do anything, you'll never be anything. Lie after lie after lie after lie. Jesus died. If you're in Christ, that makes you somebody. That makes you important. That makes you one of the most important people on this planet because a person tell you you aren't worth anything when Jesus Christ just died for him. you arrogant thing you better be careful I'm getting preachy heck Jack is coming off Woo. I'm getting smoking praise God Revelation 12 11 says this now this hit me I was reading it and I, I'm, the Lord kept bringing this to me I said Lord but people are in a spiritual battle. I want to talk about spiritual warfare. What has this got to do with it? And all of a sudden, it, it was like, ding, me. Maybe you guys have already gotten it. But look at this. It says, and they overcame him by the blood of the lamb and by the word of their testimony. And they did not give, the, uh, did not love their lives unto death. Now, I'm going to get to this in a minute. That word overcame, I love this. That word over, and they overcame, that word means conquered. They conquered him. By what? The blood of Jesus Christ. That means the blood of Jesus Christ 
You can conquer every single thing in your life that comes against you because of that blood. That is the foundation of our spiritual warfare. If you don't know what to say, you say, Satan, the blood of Jesus is running through my veins. The blood of Jesus covers me, and you can't do a thing about that. There. If that's as far as you can get, because, you know, I don't know the yabba dabba do and you too. And the, uh, uh, no, I, there, you get times where there's so much pressure and there you're, you're getting hammered so hard. It's like, Jesus, help me. And he's saying, I did. It's finished. You won. All right. The blood of Jesus covers me. Satan, you have no authority in my life. Amen. It's done. Now, and it says, and they overcame him. By the blood of the Lamb. That's the foundation. And the word of their testimony. Now, I want to talk about that. See, the most powerful weapon I believe we have in, in spiritual warfare is the blood. Can't argue with that. Tell somebody, have somebody try to convince you you're not saved. Good luck. Jesus bought and paid a price for me. He shed his blood for me. I am in Christ. You can't convince me otherwise. Even when I make a mistake. Guess what? Jesus is right there. Say, all right, hey, I'm going to turn around and come back to you. Listen, he's always there. The blood of Jesus. If God is for us, who can stand against us? Through the blood of Jesus, I am redeemed out of the hand of the devil. Through the blood of Jesus, all my sins are forgiven. Through the blood of Jesus Christ, God's Son, it cleanses me continually from all sin. Through the blood of Jesus, I am sanctified, made holy, and set apart to God. Through the blood of Jesus Christ. Not anything I can do. Because I tell you what, I love Jeremy Horn. He sings a song and he talks about this a little bit. You know what? Some of you need to hear this today. You're beautiful. You're beautiful to him. Say, my life's a wreck. You're a beautiful mess to him. Yeah, we're a mess. But you're a beautiful mess to him. And his blood that he shed willingly and purposefully for you makes you worthwhile, makes you beautiful. Through the blood of Jesus, your body is the temple of a Holy Spirit, redeemed, cleansed, sanctified by the blood. Satan has no place and no power over me through the blood of Jesus Christ. Now, we talk about the word of our testimony. Now, we got to be careful with this because, and again, it's semantics, and I'm not trying to hammer people, and, and I'm not the word police, but people say, yeah, I've got testimony, and I've heard testimonies, and it's 25 minutes of what a stinker they were, three minutes, and then Jesus came and saved me and cleansed me. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank Jesus. You know what the power of the testimony is? Sometimes we say, well, it's the power of our testimony. It's not your testimony. It's the power of the testimony of what God did in your life is where the power is. That's the power. You can tell somebody, yeah, I was this and now I'm that. Well, big deal. But this is what I was before Jesus Christ and Jesus Christ, his blood, he cleansed me and he helped me and he walked me through this. I fell down and he picked me back up and he brushed me off and, and he's making me and continuing to make me what it is. It is a testimony of the power of God in your life. That is what? overcomes. So ask yourself, what's God doing in my life? And then tell somebody. And I don't care how small it is. 
You know, you wanted a monster drink. What was it? A night? Uh, what? A Red Bull, yeah. Monster Red Bull. If I had something like that, you'd have to scrape me off the ceiling. <laughs> I get you, because you're going 100 miles an hour in 10 different directions. I get that. All right? I don't, you know, had given away all this stuff, didn't I? All of a sudden, Ben's over, and boom, there it was. Picked up some money, got a Red Bull. Praise God. God cares about the little things. God cares about the day. God cares about your child having peaceful rest. The blood of Jesus. Satan has no authority, none. None. Because the Bible says, at the name of Jesus, demons flee. They tremble. So I just kind of like, I like doing that every once in a while. I'll just stand around my house. When things are chaotic and I just go, Jesus! And it's almost the devils go, Hoo, Mufasa. Yeah. Anybody ever seen The Lion King, you know what I'm talking about. Jesus, Hoo, Mufasa. Because when that name, listen, we're the only ones that don't really respond. The spiritual realm responds to the name of Jesus. But we convince ourselves other, other things other than what this word says. Now listen, we need to meet people where they're at in their faith. Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'll take healing. The Bible says we are healed. We need to, we need to, we're fighting to walk in that. But there's some people who say, well... I've got to take this medication. I've got to. Great. If that's where your faith is, I'm going to meet you right where your faith is and do that. And, and God will work through whatever, whatever tool needs to be used. God can use it. Wherever your faith is, I don't care. Be very, very careful to tell somebody that's on some kind of medication. Get off that medication. God will heal you. Yeah, God will heal you. I believe that. But God can use that as in, to get you where you need to be. Be very careful, oh spiritual one. You got to be very careful. It's called spiritual responsibility. I believe that's with all my heart. Now, I've got some colleagues that would just skewer me for saying stuff like that, but I don't care. I don't pastor them. I pastor these people. Okay? I'm going to meet you where your faith is at. If you're telling me, by God, I'm done with all of this, and I know a gentleman right now doing it, I'm done with all this, this is where I'm healed. I'm right there with you. But if that's not exactly where you're at, wherever you're at, that's where God will meet you too. And the blood of Jesus right there will meet you right where you're at. Don't get in condemnation. Don't let the enemy put you in condemnation. Well, you know, I got a kid that's out of hand. If I'd have just been a better mother, a better father. The blood of Jesus got you covered. You do the best you can do and you trust God. Come on. Don't let the enemy do this to you. The enemy is beating people down right now, big time. And I mean, I am seeing such an oppression. Listen, I know what we're talking about. Davian and I drive up here every week, and we get just past Pickford, probably Kinross somewhere, and Davian just starts to weep every Sunday because she feels the, the oppression and the hurt. And I'm like, I don't, I don't feel nothing. I'm so spiritual, you know. You know, but, but she's just in tears. And I'm like, when we, and she says, I know it's demonic. So we pray against it. We get here, man. Enemy I know is working. There's a, it's spiritual warfare we're doing. But the foundation of our spiritual warfare is the blood of Jesus Christ. That's why we can stand and say on the word of God, greater is he that is in me than he that's in the world because Jesus shed his blood. Without that blood, we can't do that. 
So if nothing else, please, this is the foundation. Because I'm going to tell you something. If you think that you are going to skate through this life as a Christian, and if you just don't confess it and you try to hide it, that the enemy's not going to know where you're at and what you're doing, you're wrong. If I just stick my head and pretend it's not happening, it's not really happening. No, it's coming to your house. And you better know how to spiritually prepare. And that's why I'm preparing you because, listen, tribulation's coming. It's here. Well, not coming, it is here. And just the spiritual oppression that some of you deal with and some of the spiritual things that you guys are dealing with. Here's my thing. We are dealing with such demonic, oppressive activity in the spiritual realm. I'm going to say this, maybe somebody needs to hear it. We don't have time for offense in the body of Christ. We don't have time for that garbage. Come on. You know what? Well, somebody, somebody said something to me and it really upset me. The pastor didn't look at me or shake my hand. And, and well, he was looking at me when he said that owie thing in the service. And I know he was talking to me. And, and that's it. I'm never going back there. Please don't be offended. We got bigger issues than that. Right. Can't we be more spiritually mature than that? Yeah. I mean, my thing is this. You know what? I'm going to love you until you walk up to me and say, you're no good, dirty, nothing. I'm out of here. Well, all right then. God bless you. Love you. <laughs> And it's hard. Here's my thing. I would, rather have, I would rather fight in the spiritual realm for you and your family than have to fight this offensive spirit that tries to come and it takes all my time having to get over this offense when I should be dealing with you and help each other. Listen, we're at a day now. We've got to carry each one, one another's burdens. We've got to. Because, And I'll tell you what. I'm going to give you a perfect parallel. I am not against electronics, okay? Hear me out. I'm not. Not against cell phones, not against all of this stuff. But I want you to just I, I observe things. Kids have conversations. There's 14 of them at a table. And they're having a conversation with each other. All right? And here, but here's the deal. They're together, but they're isolated. What do you think the enemy wants? I'll tell you. Let me tell you some things that are causing anxiety in our kids today. Takes, and I don't know about these things. I don't have much of them. You know, I mean, I, I do know how to text. And texting is like way old now. Snapchat. Okay? They got this Snapchat thing. A kid pops up on Snapchat. And if you Snapchat back, it's got like a green, red, and a yellow. A yellow, I think, means they opened it. Green means they opened it and read it. Do you know that if kids Snapchat somebody and it stays red and they don't open it, all of a sudden there's anxiety attached to that. Or they read it, but don't respond. <gasps> they must be mad at me. What am I going to do? What am I going to do? Come on. We are in a spiritual fight. I'm not, I am not giving my children over to the devil. I'm not. I'm going to fight. If, Like I said, if somebody called me and said, in a half an hour, I'm coming to, coming to kill all your family. <laughs> Bring it. Spiritually, the blood of God, the blood of Jesus Christ. Bring it, Satan, the blood of Jesus. You're going to run right smack dab into the blood of Jesus and you're done. I have the authority because Jesus said I had the authority because he gave it to me. It was already finished. And not only if somebody said, hey, I'm coming to your house, I'd call two or three buddies. Be on the porch with me. I'd call, I'd call those in authority. They have authority. I'd call the sheriff, the police department. Say, hey, either you come and take care of it, or vigilante Hester will. 
But see, we heard last week, it's my domain. I have authority in my domain. Sue St. Marie, this reason, we have authority. The blood of Jesus. So, it says in James, or 1 John 4, 4, You are of God, little children, and have overcome them, because he who is in you is greater than he who is in the world. And I love this part. James 4, 7. We know this. Submit to God, resist the devil, and he will flee. That submit means be under the authority of God. How do you do that? Blood of Jesus. I received Jesus and his shed blood. Lord, I accept you. I believe that you died. Three days later, you rose again. You're at the right hand of the Father making intercession for us, and you sent the Holy Spirit. I am submitted to God. I resist you, devil, and you have to flee. Not you might. You have to, according to the word of God. And don't get hung up, well, you know, I made a mistake, so God won't. God's going to do what his word says he's going to do. Guess I, I'm going to, let me give you a clue. God knows you're not perfect. He's not shocked. What? I, you, some of you have had children. How perfect are they? I know they're perfect in our sight. I get it. I get it. You know, it's interesting to me. My kids have always, they go to friends' houses and stuff, and I have parents say, you're such a wonderful kid. They're so polite in this. And I'm like, that's the same kid, you sure? It wasn't some body snatcher or something? Sure. But we are in a spiritual war. And the foundation of that, again, I can't emphasize this enough, is the blood of Jesus. We don't, we don't talk about the blood of Jesus. We don't get the blood of Jesus enough. Do you know that there's some churches that won't preach the blood of Jesus? They just believe, well, you know, it's not... There's nothing in the Bible about the blood of Jesus. Excuse me? Obviously, you haven't read your Bible. It's all about the blood of Jesus. Submit to God and His Word and what it says. Not what we think, not what we feel, not what we see. Because I'll tell you what, you can convince your mind, can convince yourself of a lot of things. And that is where the fight is. Right here. Trying to convince you that, nope, you don't have these things. Nope, you can't have these things. Nope, you've blown it. I don't know. There's nothing in the Bible that's not redeemable except blaspheming the Holy Spirit. And you don't do that by accident, folks. That's a heartfelt purpose. I know exactly what I'm doing, exactly what I'm saying. You don't oopsie into that. So outside of that, there's nothing that's redeemable. Well, I've been divorced. Okay, you've been divorced. Tragic. Devastating. God can redeem that. Yeah, well, I did this and I did this. Yeah, great. I understand. Repent. God can redeem that. We get so hung up on what we have done and we forget about what the blood of Jesus can and will do. That is where we have hope when the world doesn't. Where does the world turn when they mess up? To each other. Oh, not a good thing. Listen, you've got to be very careful. People have opinions, and they'll tell you their opinion without even asking their opinion. You know? Tell them something about your life. Well, you know, and, and you've got to be careful. You know, like, we deal with things in our family, you know, some of you are aware. And, and 
I'm very careful who I share that with. Why? Because they want to give me their, their fleshly carnal testimony about how bad things are going to be. You know? Oh, my God. My grandmammy had that, too. It was the consumption. She died. You're probably going to die. And then all of a sudden, everybody, <laughs> then everybody becomes a doctor. Oh, yeah. All right. They had that symptom. They had that symptom. They had that symptom. All right. You're probably going to die. I'm praying for you, though. Don't. Don't pray. Please. Please. Blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus. You know, and again, I'm going I'm to say this. And I'm not trying to make a new doctrine, but one of the things we have begun to pray is that, the, that, that Lord, when we pray, Lord, that the barrier of this blood surrounds us. The blood of Jesus covers us. Because, see, that way, if I don't say something just right, or I forget to pray this, or I forget to that, oh my God, I that, so the devil's in! No, the blood of Jesus will protect you. But you know what? We've got to take some initiative. And we've got to pray. And we've got to do the spiritual warfare. Um, you know, we, I was just with, with the brother and Lord, and we, we went and we prayed through the house and anointed with oil and what's the oil about representing the Holy Spirit and protection and, and all those things and, and doing all that we need to do and saying this home is covered by the blood of Jesus Satan you have no place on this property we've got to be proactive again I'm not waiting any longer and that's why last week when that, that oppression was there and I don't want people to just settle for well this is what the devil's got for us today and that's just the way it is. No, no. God is a God of victory. And here's the thing I love. If you don't quit, you can't lose. You just keep playing. Keep playing. Put one foot in front of the other. And listen, I don't want this to sound like some easy, flippant little, well, if you just do this, everything will snap. Everything's great. No, it is a fight. And it is difficult. And it is hard. And it seems like it lasts forever and ever and ever and ever. But listen, folks, once we get through one thing, you just I'm telling you, something else is coming. But we can still, in the middle of it, have peace and joy and victory and strength because of the blood of Jesus. Listen, I understand. We go through some things. But you know what? I remember, I remember the Malports praying for me when I was dealing with my eye. And I remember being in just agony and just... You know what? I'm going to praise God anyway. I'm going to have victory and joy. Praise God. Oh, it hurts like, you know, some words that went through my head that I can't say. <laughs> you know, I'm just being real. I mean, it was, it was one of those that I, finally I got to a place. I said, God, heal it or kill me. And finally, I went to the doctor and I told the doctor, listen, either you take this eye out of my head or I'm taking it out with a spoon. The pain was that severe, right? But in the middle of that, I could still rejoice. And I had brothers and sisters who would rally around me. And, and there was still peace in saying, you know, no matter what, God, I know that there's a plan. It's the worst that could have happened. I'd have gone to be with Jesus. Wow. That'd be rough. But what I want you to understand, if you don't get anything today other than we have victory on this earth because of the blood of Jesus, walk as a foundation knowing that we can do spiritual warfare based on that and we win every time.
time. But it may not, look, you may not get it as quick as you get your coffee at Big B. It may take a while to get to it. I, there was years that we prayed over this eye, and it was like, is it ever going to happen? Is it ever going to happen? Well, it happened through a doctor, but God was in the middle, of, and I, someday I'll give you the testimony, and it was God every step. The lady that was supposed to do it didn't want to do it because it was touchy, and, and then the head doctor came, and it was an experimental surgery. They'd never been done before. Well, you want to try it? And I'm like, yay, my God's sufficient, man. Go ahead, jab away. Because what was the alternative? I was done. I said, no more. Something's going to happen. God made a way. It may not always be the way you want it, but if you really listen to him, you'll know that it's the way he needs it. The blood of Jesus is our foundation for our spiritual warfare. So knowing that because of the blood of Jesus, everything else in the Bible, that's why we can stand and say, Greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world. Because Jesus shed his blood and said, it is finished. And there is no stone that he left unturned. And that's why the, that's why the devil went ape. Because he knew, oh my goodness, I did the wrong thing. Now all these people can live in victory, and I can't do a thing about it, other than try to convince their minds they don't have what they already have. Back to the garden. Nothing new under the sun, folks. Don't let him convince you that you have anything less than what God said you have. Amen. Let's give the Lord a hand clap on that. Amen. <laughs> Praise God. Man, we covered 100 miles today. Covered a whole bunch of stuff. I want to pray for you. Father, we thank you for the blood of Jesus. Satan, ha, ha, ha. The blood of Jesus is against you. And we thank you that we are covered by the blood of Jesus. We thank you, Lord. That as we do spiritual battle, Lord, we put on our full armor of God. And we stand knowing that we have victory. And Lord, as long as we continue to stand, we continue to win. And I thank you for each and every person here that's going through a spiritual battle. I don't care what it is. Depression, oppression, anxiety, fear. Lord, that they will get their breakthrough and overcome because of the blood of Jesus. And Lord, we come against those spiritual attacks in Jesus' name. We pray that people walk in, Lord, with these things. They walk out free because of Jesus Christ in their life. So we, we thank you that the anointing of God destroys every yoke of bondage because Jesus said it was finished and it's done. And we say, amen, so be it. Be it done to us according to your word. And we thank you for it. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey, guys, thanks for hanging in there with me today. God bless you. We'll see you next week.